Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can. And also, this episode started recording with you just going, uh. So <laughs> great. Good luck with that. That's, that's what we want the people to hear. Yeah, man. After several weeks, just me going, uh. Uh. <laughs> that's the title of the episode. Someone's going to have to figure out how to spell that. How do you spell, uh. Uh, I think we'll figure it out. The whole episode is just a series of dad groans. Uh, it's like that progressive commercial where the guy's sitting down and then he makes yep. the noise and then the guy, the, the, the instructor guy's like, did you hear that, everyone? Uh-huh. Do you ever feel personally attacked by those episodes? <laughs> or those ads? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, man. Ad, yeah. Yeah. I, every- dude, I feel personally attacked by almost every ad out there. Are you kidding me? I'm a white male in 2021. I mean, it's just, it's all just, I'm the biggest doofus in the world and don't understand anything that's going on. That's every commercial. Every commercial is like, hey, are you out of touch? And then I'm like, yeah, I guess so. The answer is yes. Like, fine. Just because I stopped listening to the radio years ago. (laughs) Except for this. Yeah, exactly. And then only follow my own like echo chamber online and stuff. Like, yeah, you're talking to me. That's fine. (laughs) oh reality you know podcasts uh and what you listen to podcasting wise that's its own form of echo chamber i suppose that's true you know i guess that's what i mean i stopped listening to regular terrestrial everyday radio where they talk about what they want to talk about and now i only listen to people talk about what i want them to talk about yeah speaking of which on this episode i want to dip into the mailbag and um like literally talk about what people want us to talk about. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. That went really well last time. So let's do it again. Do you have anything planned for this episode? I got the Olympic rings behind me. I do. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's something to talk about there. I'm for not sure. as caught up on the Olympics, but I've seen little bits of it. And then now that as of recording this, we have just finished wrapping season one oh. uh, a couple days ago. So I have some updates and stuff to talk about with that season 1.2 or whatever season True, one yeah. of the new new yes yeah, season one of the revived revamped entirely different it just happens to have the same title all right well plenty to talk about man like we should probably get it going then i suppose so that's probably a good idea from my carly it's nathan Cress. still rocks an What the heck? So take a knee. Use instant voices. We're talking no malarkey. Tie your pressure playing catch time. A corner two and braids. It's your bedtime. Eat your veggies. I almost had it. No way. I was like one off. You better behave. We're going to test that. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio live. If you're listening live on Adobe Radio, what's up? If you're listening on a podcast app, well, we appreciate that too. Um, But only if you subscribe and comment and all that kind of stuff. I mean, don't just be a passive listener out there. Come on. Be active, everybody. Welcome to the show. If you have thoughts or questions or comments or want Nathan to endorse your product, radioactivedads (laughs) at gmail.com is the email address. Radioactivedads at gmail.com. Nathan Kress, you believe you almost got the words during the theme song, go. Okay. 
we're talking, talking. no malarkey tire pressure play and catch timeout corner doing braids it's your bedtime eat your veggies i think that was actually it <gasps> really i'm pretty sure see, i don't know let's see i thought i had it i just i got um i got uh play and catch uh-huh and the next one flipped oh Hold on, that's the wrong part. Hold on, sorry. Back it up. Yeah, it's right. It's leading into that, right? Let's see. Is this it? Oh, we got to start it earlier than that. Hold on. Is this it? Did you get it? Dude, I did. I think I got it. Nice, dude. All it took was two years <laughs> <laughs> of listening to it over and over and over and over again. Every week of my life. Good job, buddy. Thank you. You've Thank done you it. for the canned applause. You've finally done it. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's talk about iCarly, man. Season one, wrapping up in the books. It's in yeah. the can. Is it all out there or it, they release this weekly? What's the story? So, yeah, so they decided to dump the first three episodes in the first week, which I think was good, kind of like a halfway, halfway binge ability thing, and also to track how many people would just, like, watch the first one or continue straight on through. Um, and then from now on, it's going to be weekly, every Thursday. Nice. And I think it drops, like, Thursday at, like, so, like, Wednesday going into Thursday at midnight, right. I, I believe. Is, I'll get is an alert on my phone. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so it's going to drop for people who want to stay up late and watch it as soon as possible. Um, there's no like time slot for it. But we've done, as of recording this, we've done four episodes that are out in the wild now. So there are nine left. Um, and there's some big episodes. Uh, by the time this episode uh, comes out, we might have aired a big one. Uh, the robot wedding episode is the next one up. The robot wedding, uh, yeah, it's a it's a big one. We got a return. We got a returning classic character. Oh, we we got some we got some relationshipy stuff. Well, that yeah, starts there's getting always talked the about. relationshipy stuff. See, that's the thing, and this is what I love about the show because it's an adult show where adult stuff happens and adult feelings come out. When you're an adult and you go to a wedding. All kinds of relationshipy stuff starts welling up in you. It's mm -hmm. just like it's just part of it. it. It either like if you're married, it makes you start thinking about your own wedding and how happy that was. Or you get your, all nostalgic. Or your next wedding. Or your right, yeah. It, at any phase of your married life or unmarried like, life that hmm. you're in. You know, when I do this again, I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go yellow and gray. That's those are nice colors. Yeah. <laughs> This this blend really really works. Mrs. Davern looks colors. over. She's like, "What are you thinking about right now?" I'm like, "Nothing, nothing, <laughs> Not, nothing at all. Just waxing nostalgia." Your next oh. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the the vow renewal, babe. That's what I meant. No, the next time that you and I go down the aisle together. Yeah, except it's gonna be in uh, in, in Fiji. In oh, Bora Bora. God. no! Stop talking. This is getting more expensive. The more you keep talking, stop. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going for a vow renewal, you're going all out, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's be just because it's it's a it's a bunch of adults going to an adult wedding, and so naturally you start just having feelings when you see people in that situation, and that's one of the things that I've really appreciated about the show. And so far, I, the the fan reaction to the show has been 
Like I, I we all obviously lacking. we all hoped for. It's huh? been it's been lacking. Very lacking. Yeah, you're right. You guys, that's what I, that is up, what man. I was going to say. Nobody's talking Nobody's about really... iCarly out there. No, it's and like it never even happened. This won't stand. Um, you you iCarly fans are lazy. Do you hear me? You guys need to step <laughs> it up. <laughs> For those who can't see our face, we're kidding. <laughs> they um, they they should know I'm kidding, and if they don't, don't worry. I'll I'll tell them when they comment yeah, to me. That's just you being ignorant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, the the reaction has been bonkers. Yeah, like I think we all hoped for a good reaction, and this blew any reaction out of the water. Yeah, everybody like, was ready, man. It was the right time, you know, just enough time away, and you guys are obviously making a good product too. So congratulations mm-hmm. on that, or. Thank you. Big ups yeah, to it, you guys. Yeah, it's it was very gratifying. Like right after the first episode aired, walking into work and going, okay, so all of the hyper analytical back and forth between everyone and all the creative minds and the original cast and the new cast, this meeting of the minds and all of the blood, sweat and tears that went into trying to make this the best possible thing actually paid off. Yeah. And people are actually like responding to it in a positive way, and they're they're seeing it for what we wanted it to be. Um, that's been just the greatest possible outcome, and such a relief for us to know like we're we're honoring the original fans and we're giving them what they wanted, but we're also doing something very new, so it makes it fresh. It makes people want to tune in. Um, it's it's more. Uh, it's more representative. It's it's more it's a more complete series of voices, um, which I think is also important in in this day and age and and for a show like this. So, I feel like we hit on all the most important touch points of what we wanted it to be for this generation, and still managed to age it up, but also keep it fun and wacky and goofy. So I don't think you guys well, are doing enough, though. I got to tell you, for my not money, enough goofiness. I don't hear enough talk about the Seattle Seahawks. And as a big fan mm. of them, I'd really like it if you'd, you know, be able to incorporate some of that in there, because I must see everything that I'm interested in when I watch your show. So you're saying you don't feel represented? I don't, and I'm okay. complaining about it. And I feel like taking it right to you is—I mean, that's about as high as I can go. So yeah, just bring it straight to the cow's mouth. I'm just letting you know. Us 12s feel underrepresented on iCarly. Got it. Okay, I'll pass the word along. Seahawk fans boycott iCarly. Hashtag. Okay. However, (laughs) I will say that we do live in Seattle, and I do feel like there is a decent opportunity to get at least one Seahawk or two. If you don't think Russell Wilson, who has hosted the Teen Choice Awards before, by the way, or the Kids' Choice Awards, I think he's hosted... I'm pretty sure he's hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. Probably. You could get yeah. Russell Wilson on that show. Yeah. And if I not am not idea. invited to set, we are no longer friends. Okay. All right. Because I'll, I'll, I'll probably be able to make that happen. Because I took a picture with him before he was famous at training camp, before he was the starter of the Seahawks in like his first or second week of practices with them, when no one was paying attention to Russell Wilson. I, I had sideline passes because I used to be famous too, remember? And right. I was standing on the sidelines, and he was standing there with no one around him. Practice was over. The press was talking to all the other players. And I walked up to him. He's standing there by himself. And I was like, hey, man, can I get a picture? And he was like, yeah, th- of course, yes. Like, he was very <laughs> excited that anyone was paying attention to him. And then wow. about a week and a half later, he was the next big thing in the NFL. Wow. 
Yeah. Crazy. So I want to remind him of that in person. Okay. And be like, hey, yeah, man, I was not look- only am I one of your biggest fans, I was your first fan. First. Bro. Yeah. The very, the very first. That's saying something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's True a great story. point. True story. Okay. Well, assuming that uh, COVID's done by then, by the time we get Russell, you will absolutely be there because I have to see this whole thing go down. (laughs) I'll probably be so starstruck at this point that I probably won't say anything. Excuse me, Mr. Wilson. Hello, sir. Hi. How are you? And and you're uh, very good looking. What? Why did I? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Please, you want to be on my podcast? On my, I talk uh, about you every week. Is great. <laughs> my voice just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. <laughs> oh boy! Oh be boy! On my podcast. Oh, zoinks! <laughs> Start becoming <laughs> Mickey Mouse all of a sudden, <laughs> which would then prompt two Nickelodeon policemen to jump out of the bushes. Yeah, like we heard the voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hot dog! What? Um. Okay, enough silliness. Back to iCarly. Directing iCarly. You directed iCarly. Yes. So what was I that like? Luck, that was um, uh, bonkers. I it was cool because we actually I raised the concern that at least for the first season I would love it if it was an episode that um, was fairly light for me right. that I wasn't in a ton of, so that I could kind of you know at least as I'm getting my feet wet on doing a brand new show and and working with a bunch of new people, be able to focus a little bit more on the directing side. And in order to do that, we actually had to shoot out of order. So our final episodes, we actually shot the finale of the season as our second to last episode. And then I got to shoot the final episode of the season, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't the finale. Right. So it was gotcha. great because I got to kind of like wrap us out sort of without the pressure of having to do it on a finale, which is always a big, you know, yeah. especially for us. It was a really big episode. <laughs> so are you um, saying there's a cliffhanger? Mm. Uh, maybe. Looking forward to uh, that. And also, yeah, big, a big, interesting set. Um a lot of a lot of characters a uh, huge gag and i will give one spoiler okay. uh inception oh uh took a took a page out of the inception playbook um i am really looking forward to the speculation on what people think that that means <laughs> this is gonna be fun but i stand by it inception hit Mark us up at radioactive now. dads on all social media what do you think yeah. nathan's talking about you got yeah, any ideas some, some predictions some fan theories yeah maybe we'll throw out a prize or two nathan will uh show up at your house and uh give you a, bu- a tummy bump you know okay bear you'll both pull up your shirts and nathan and you'll touch tummies that's the oh a la james maslow at yeah. the toyota grand it's my Prix favorite prize Beach. to give out yeah so if right. you're correct on the prediction nathan will show up at your front door i'll rub i guess i'm rubbing tums with someone no just now, just touching who said rubbing why do you gotta make it weird you because that's what you made weird. me and james do well that's what yeah you because it was you and james maslow who doesn't want to watch you and james maslow rub your tummies together hello okay <laughs> I don't know who the listener is that you're showing up. I mean, maybe, maybe they'll be rubbing tummies. I don't know. So I, you're just, I'm you're just, just saying, saying I this. committed you. All I did was commit you to a tummy touch. Okay. So, so you're talking about this, not this. Exactly. That's what Got I'm, that's, okay. what, that's my opening, you know, that's where we're at right now in the negotiation. The, the first stanza, that's if right. you will. That's right. Okay. So make all your right. predictions. What do you think Nathan's talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that no one gets this now. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, so yeah, but so anyway, my my episode was uh, was great. Um, it was really interesting directing 
my my cast for one Miranda and Jerry who I've grown up with and like mm-hmm. telling them to do things differently or try different stuff when they're already so insanely talented it felt um almost sacrilegious to like tell them to <laughs> do things different so that took a little bit of a little bit of practice um but it was really cool because there's actually a lot of um kind of emotional moments in the episode so it was in in my opinion one of the most acting heavy episodes and that was cool for me because I got to really like dig in because that doesn't usually happen on a kids show which is what I'm used to directing for like Henry Danger and Game Shakers it's more about you know stunts and ex- effects and explosions yeah. and and big gags and 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 you know big acting and big energy mm-hmm. and this was a little bit more uh there was really specific internalized stuff that I got to kind of dig in on, especially for, for Miranda. She's phenomenal in the episode. I'm, I'm so proud of what she did. Um, and so it was a, it was an ideal episode for me because I was able to sort of take a, a back seat in terms of what I was actually in, in the episode and focus really on what was going on. Um, and there's a very cool, we got to wrap the whole episode outside. It was our show's first exterior, uh, which was fun. So we were there at Paramount, on the stages it was like it just felt so magical like golden light was golden hour was starting to come in and it was only a scene between miranda and a guest actor but oh. everyone stayed oh miranda um, and a guest actor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm putting the clues feel, together yeah feel free to speculate I'm re- oh uh, buddy i'm speculating right now speculate away bud mm-hmm. um and uh and so but everybody stayed for it and it was just this really cool like family family vibe where everyone was just in it and we got to finish it on this really really uh cool i can't really describe it without giving anything away this very very special shot that we've never done before on the show and it was something that when i read it in the script i had a a very specific vision for what it looked like and i was able to speak with our director of photography about it and we kind of worked together on how to make that happen and when we shot it it was the first time because when you do multicam you don't really get to do much special stuff it's kind of just shooting a play for the most part so this one was not that a little more cinematic what a little more cinematic yes very cinematic and so i got to do that kind of for the first time which was very gratifying like i get i get why the scorseses and the nolans and the you know the the those guys like what they're doing when they execute and a very cool shot that they had a really specific vision for and then watched it literally happen right in front of their eyes call him so, nathan scorchesi yeah, yeah. scorchesi yeah that's not is that how he says his name i don't know that's how i say it listen this song's been running for over a minute we gotta take a break buddy i don't hear a song oh it's okay i can hear it it's just because well, of zoom Okay, make it seem like I'm going over. Well, fine. Let's stop. No, it, let's add, listen no, to some no, no. Music. Don't be upset. It added a nice ambiance to the to the story. It's fine. No okay. one, no one's upset. I'm not upset. Okay, I you just, don't, you know, don't you're be, very, uh, you know what you're doing. Don't be self conscious. You're fine, dude. <laughs> I can't wait to see the golden hour and Miranda and an unnamed guest star. Yeah, yeah. Turn it up. We'll be right back after the break. One of the 
them is known for spaghetti tacos. The other one is just awkward. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. I'm Brett, and he is Nathan. Uh, This is not a show where Nathan interviews Nathan. Contrary to what a lot of Nathan's social media commenters think, I'm a different person than that. He... That he that's a different human. I'm my own human. Right. I I've never understood how people get confused about that that they think that we're the same person. I don't know. Like I looked at your I think you put it on Instagram or something. Yeah. Like you put up a series of radioactive dads videos and a, there was like more than one comment, which is why I bring it up. It wasn't just one person. There was like multiple comments that were like, "Wait, at first I thought this was Nathan talking to himself." <laughs> which just made me laugh like as if you would ever do that. Um but then also I was like one person said the voices are similar, which I was like, okay, maybe I could see yeah. that. But yeah, I'm Brett and he's Nathan. Yeah. I you know what I wonder is if people are looking at it on Instagram, that's an awfully small screen. It is. And if we're split screen in the video, mm-hmm. I feel like that would make it potential potentially more confusing. But still. I get it. You're used to being on the big screen, Nathan. We understand. <laughs> right. Jeez. That's where I belong. Gosh, did you guys hear that celebrity flex right there? Like, <laughs> bro, take it down a notch. No. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I'm speaking with the common man. He's like, I'm just not used to being on such a small screen. Everyone, <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I belong in a in a twenty foot <laughs> laser projection. I'm used to being on IMAX or like a drive-in or like maybe if you could project it on the side of a blimp, then you'd like no. Right. Like every pore is like this big. <laughs> That's where I'm used to being. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's where I belong, man. Oh man. As um, uh, as HD gets better and better, when I watch stuff I used to be in, my pores get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. What I remember mid mid iCarly, they made the switch to HD. Oh. And. I didn't get it, but everyone was like, oh, we have to change the makeup. We Dude. have to change the lighting. We have to change everything. Everyone looks horrible. It's like the, when the lights come on at a bar at the end of the night. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, my goes, God, Ugh. that's what everyone looks like? What the hell? You know what's funny? The the version of that, so first that was HD. Now the version of that is now that people are starting to take their masks off. Oh, yeah. Like When, when our crew members, it's so weird. We, I only knew crew members by, by this. And so when I see them, when they're like having lunch or when they're in the green zone where, you know, they're, they're able to take their masks off and stuff, or they're doing something where they need to take it out or getting tested or whatever. I go, that's your face. Janice. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, Janice. You have a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. My God. It's nicely manicured too. Look at that lined up and everything. Robbie, I never would have guessed a butt chin for you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like I'm going to, if we had, you know, we're not having a rap party because obviously you can't have a rap party. But I feel like if we had a rap party, it would be like meeting them for the first time. Yeah. If it was just a bunch of people outdoors, like what? what yeah, I don't, You know what? Can I ask something about the world and the way it's coming back? Because, I mean, I live in... Uh, you know, this L.A. bubble, but you are like in the Hollywood bubble right now for Mm -hmm. sure. So got to get your how you feel about this. Like, 
are we going back to normal or are we not going back to normal? Because right now, dude, I walked into Home Depot three times this weekend with no mask. I'm just go walking in, shoulders back. I'm ready to go, dude. I'm mm-hmm. I got the shot. I'm vaxxed up. Let's do this thing, right? Yeah. Um and uh but then there's like but then all the employees are still wearing masks, you know? Right. Cause it's like the company mandate or whatever. And so right. obviously like you're not having a rap party, but like I mean, I would go to your birthday party right now. So right. it's like, wh- which one is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's, I think the most confusing thing about all this is there's not really like a unified front. Like even for um, productions, technically the state was open. The yeah. country was like re- relaxing their masking guidelines, but it's the unions. Right. It's SAG, it's the DGA, it's IATSE that are all they had their own collective back to work agreement that trumps everything. Well, like, could you have, would you get in trouble if you had Nathan's end of the season backyard barbecue? No. Okay. Because I mean, that's my own private, like if people choose to come to that. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten in trouble. No. Okay. Um, But, and also the season's over anyway, because that was the thing. They like, even, even though, the rules are loose and they still said, try not to travel like yeah. on your hiatus week, try not to go to gatherings unless it's a vaccinated gathering. Yeah. Like just, you know, while you're going to be unprotected and while you're around other people, while you're unprotected, we don't want to get shut down. Well, because yeah, it, would it, still yeah, be, it was shut you know, down. Yeah, I get it. Right. It, so the, I feel like the only time that that would really loosen up is if, cause the collective bargaining back to work agreement expires June 30th. Okay. So, um, that it might change where they say like okay the state's open the country's open but um i've heard stuff they're talking about like making it mandatory like to be on a set you have to be vaccinated yeah um and all that jazz so i don't know legally i just don't really know how that's possible it seems uh not legal to do so i feel like that's going to go through all kinds of challenges and wait go you're to Supreme saying Court and... you're telling me that the government might do something that might be illegal Pfft, dude, i think it's the unions that would do the... something that's illegal you you're telling me that anyone out there might be doing something that's against the rules that's not the people i know nathan well, i don't know what mm. uh, i don't want to get political let's get off of all that kind of stuff yeah. the the moral of the story is yes it's highly confusing I don't know what to do with my life. I'm still wearing a mask because I never got to get vaccinated. So I'm doing that now that the show's well, wrapped. Oh, yeah. That's like, the, that's like the number one thing on my list because every time I couldn't afford to like be knocked out from the side effects of the thing because yeah. we were filming. No, I know. So, I got you. Well, but now you're done. So run. Yeah. Yeah. Run. Don't walk to the nearest location. Get the mm-hmm. shot. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Uncle, my deal. Uncle B's recommendation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, just yeah. getting it done. And like you said, being able to walk into a store and be like, Mah. Oh, it feels so good, too. It yeah. feels great. It's, I walk in especially like Ben Stiller walking down the runway in Zoolander. Full derelict. Just, the thing is, too, it's also 120 degrees at my house. Yeah. I don't want to be wearing a mask when no. it's 120 degrees. No, no. It's miserable. Yeah, it's no fun for anyone. Um, you know what is fun for everybody? What? I got to tell you a story. Tell me a story. I want to hear. So, uh, Radioactive Dad's on Adobe Radio, by the way. Good time to reset the show. He's Nathan. I'm Brett. We're two different people. And thanks for listening live on Adobe or on any podcast app. Um, So, around the house, a story from around the house. My daughter, the girl, 
because I don't share their names, which is something we'll probably talk about as we go further along here. And who knows? We'll get into it on a different. You're gonna day. crack. You're gonna crack. But right now, for right now, the girl, she's four years old. She's not right in the middle of being four, but man, she's in the middle of being four, if you know what I mean. Mm. And she's super precocious, and um, her mind is like. I don't, it's like the most fascinating thing in the world to watch her because she just improvises better than most adults I know and is really funny on purpose, but Mm. funnier than most of the adults I hang out with. Like, she uses turns of phrases, like, she uses references to be funny and things. Like, she talks like a complete grown up. Um, But another thing that she does is she makes up songs all the time. And they have choruses and verses and bridges. And then the next few days later, you can ask her to, to repeat a completely gibberish made-up song, and she will sing it exactly how she sang it a few days before that. Like, her memory wow. is just like, I don't know what's going on up there, but it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. And um, wow, the other thing about this is, Nathan, that not only does she make up songs, but she makes up songs as an alter ego named Amy Kristoff. My daughter's name is not anything close to Amy Kristoff, for the record, okay? But she tells you that the song is written by Amy Kristoff. And for a while, I thought Amy Kristoff was an actual pop star. Uh, So I was actually pretty unimpressed for a while, because she was just singing a song, and I was like, what song is that? And she's like, it's Amy Kristoff. And I'd be like, oh, all right. And I would like go upon my business or whatever. But one day, Mrs. Davern told me, she was like, Amy Kristoff doesn't exist. And I was like, what? (laughs) Come again? And she was like, yeah, no, that's her made-up alter ego, pop star, Amy Kristoff. So Amy Kristoff is the pop star. The songs are being made up by the girl. And the number one song on Amy Kristoff's chart right now is called Towels on the Bus. And it is... <laughs> it's gold, dude. It's gold. Wow. It's a hit. Wow. Yeah. Um, you might have to record that at some point. <laughs> We, oh, might, I we might have we oh, might have I to will. throw that into one of our music breaks. I will. Okay. Point. It's pretty Here's repetitive. Tells on the bus by Amy Kristoff. <laughs> it's pretty Dude. great, and it's all gibberish, and it's all like nonsense, like words that don't necessarily go together. Like, for instance, towels on the bus. Right. But it's just hilarious and funny. But the thing that I find most interesting about it is that they're consistent, you know, right. and they're yeah. different. Like, like she's got another song just called "I Wasn't." That actually sounds like that could absolutely be Which is on a top 40. Pretty autobiographical for her cuz <laughs> she's just always like I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> that's so that's great. Amy Kristoff's number 2 song right now. I wasn't. Yeah. Great. It's pretty funny, wow. man. That's a that is really really interesting and especially for that age. Mm-hmm. Being a relatively fresh 4. Yeah. That I can't really imagine. I mean, Rosie's three and a half. I can't imagine her being at that point just six, seven, eight months from now. That's pretty advanced. Well, it's honestly, you know, it's weird how kids are, right? Like, I mean, people who have kids out there can maybe relate. Like, you, it's like, okay, for instance, um, we, her brother, the boy who is two years older, he's taking guitar lessons right now. And we, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it on the show before. And she's not simply because we were like, ah, maybe she's a little too young. 
well, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. get her in there because she almost seems to be a little more musical than him from a creative standpoint because she's actually making up songs. He's just playing covers. <laughs> so, right. you know, I'm in the, I'm at like the back of the house, like playing original. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, okay, cool. Towels on the bus. And I'm like, yes. Uh, um, but anyway, so uh, I don't know. You know, it's like, let that be a lesson to you, I guess. Like, yeah. we got to get her in there because she is showing more of like an aptitude for it on her own. Yeah. Whereas like for a guitar for him, we were like, Hey, you should, let's take guitar lessons. That'd be fun to learn a th- right. an instrument. Right. Yeah. With her, it's wow. Like Interesting. So here's, here's so out of her. what you need to do along the lines of what we were saying with getting the boy on video, taking his first jumps on his BMX ramp. Ah, yes. Be taking video of the girl doing these songs and, derping around on the guitar and doing all these funny little bits and these gags and these references and stuff, because this is the start of her documentary. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is where multi hyphenate, the girl Davern begins her journey <laughs> yeah. toward superstardom as this like improv slinging pop sensation. Yeah. We had a buddy um, of mine over at the house who is a musician. And so I started talking to her about her songs, like in front of him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tell me about Towels on the Bus. And he was just kind of watching, you know? And she goes, well, it's kind of rockin'. Um, <laughs> it's not country or pop or not even funk. It's rockin'. That's how she described her own song. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think next yeah. to the word precocious would be a picture of the girl. Oh, yeah. She's hey, speaking of, speaking of rocking, this is Blister in the Sun, because why not throw it back a little bit? Okay. So turn it up. We'll be right back to read some of your emails on Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. We'll be right back. One of them is known for spaghetti tacos. The other one is just awkward. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. We need to make some more of those. I'm starting to repeat them. Uh, Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. Thanks for uh, sticking with us or coming back or just tuning in or whatever you're doing. I'm Brett Davern, and he is Freddie Benson. So, (gasps) Hey! Well, I'm more than my character. It's actually Freddie Benson is you. That's true. Sort of in a way, especially now. (laughs) Now that he's just gone full dad mode. Yeah. Hey, uh, you want to dive into the inbox over here? Heck yeah, I do. Radioactive dads at gmail.com is what you put into your email machine. If you'd like to email the show or if you'd just like to get an email to Nathan, because, you know, I don't think you have Nathan's personal email, but you have the email to the podcast. And let's be honest, a lot of you use it as Nathan's personal email. <laughs> and I am not his uh, assistant or email reader, okay? <laughs> so if you've got requests for Nathan, DM him like everybody else, okay? <laughs> or just keep emailing the show, whatever. I'll do it. I'm a nice person. I'll keep passing something it funny along. will come out of it. It'll give us something to Here, talk here's about. Here's the thing, though. The the PSA about the email inbox is quit shooting the messenger, though. Okay, like <laughs> I, it's my job to take the email. I'm like your carrier pigeon. I put the email. I roll it up. I fly it over to Nathan's house. <laughs> Here I come. And I deliver the message. Now, what Nathan does with the message is not up to me, okay? So quit then yelling at me on the email 
that he didn't do whatever. I don't know. Leave me alone. There, there are much more proper channels to contact me <laughs> than the Radioactive Dad's Gmail but by the address. Way, all of this being said, continue to email. I love all of you. This is all said in jest. Um, Nathan doesn't like you. That's why he didn't do your thing. But I love you. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I, you know, my favorite thing is that Nathan, he gets so uncomfortable with that kind of thing. And it's, it's dude... It's the older brother in me. I have to keep doing it. I know. I know. Because the know. look on your face is worth it. Because you're so sweet and you're such a nice person. And of course you love everybody. But me saying you don't like people, it just is nothing could be further from the truth. But it tickles me to say it is the point. Mm-hmm. Let's, dive in, let's dive into the inbox. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Where to begin? Here we go. Um, I, I'm just reading these word for word, Okay. Okay. Here it is. You better not embellish. I'm not at all. This is word for word so that I don't get in trouble from the email inbox and so that they don't shoot the messenger. I simply wanted to inquire about the racial identity of Nathan Cress, as he looks almost uncannily South Korean. And it makes me quite confused as I'm watching iCarly. He appears so racially ambiguous that it seems to pique the interest of his fans as well, including myself. Regards, listener Catherine. What say you, Nathan Cress? Where are the Cresses from? South Korean? That's the really? guess. That's what that well, that's the vibe she's okay. getting. I mean, I don't um, know. well, uh, I did do a, a one of those spit in the tube tests. Mm-hmm. Because I was myself curious to yeah. do that plus the the health stuff to see if there was anything that I needed to be concerned about. I did. I did air. this too. We, let's see, I'm excited to talk about this. I did, okay. I did one of those tests also. Yeah. So um, I basically am just like pan Euro, like mm-hmm. mostly I think uh, German, French, English, like northern north northwestern Europe mm-hmm. sort of. Um, a little, a little bit of, uh, Scandinavian, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So basically just European. And then I came back with like 0.2% possible Islander. Oh. Um, and then, uh, a very small percentage actually came back with like sub-Saharan African. (laughs) Interesting. So I don't know, but it's like when the percentages get that small, I think they're that could also be part of a like trace amounts. Yeah, yeah. So if it's it's either that or there's not enough data to like fully know. Yeah. So I don't know if that one's actually true or not. But basically, it came back white boy. Ninety nine point eight percent European. Yeah. Mine. Uh, When they sent it back, it I opened the envelope. It literally just said white boy. That's what it said. (laughs) And I was just wildly disappointed. Oh, man. I thought <laughs> I'd get something fun. <laughs> some <laughs> no, little surprise somewhere. In just there. white boy. Just it, yeah. exactly like you, man. It was just all just like German, French, you know, Irish, English. Um, Were you at least mostly Irish based on your last name? Well, I was hoping. I was hoping, Nathan. Didn't happen. <sighs> it was 
It was mostly German, honestly. Let's be <laughs> but I was like, das Eigenbrett <laughs> I was like, I was like, come on, man. Because my, my whole family, like my dad, my dad, even his business, my dad's business. He's, he's self-made man, never had any employees, worked so hard. I, all the things he's amazing. His logo for his business is a shamrock. That's how Irish we think of ourselves, Nathan. Yes. Yeah. And and come to find out, um, but the the there was a lot of Irish there though. I think it was like uh, maybe in the twenty percent or something like that. And yeah. then German like beat that out by just a little bit. And then there was a lot of French in there, and then some yeah. English, and then like you said, a little bit of Scandinavian. And then you know like again though, just like your test, trace amounts of other things mm-hmm. um, that aren't from that part of the world. And yeah, so basically it was just like hey. You're you're exactly you're exactly what you thought you were, yeah, just a white guy. Mine was the reverse because I've never our been family sadder. name, our family name is German, yeah. and so I figured I was going to be like eighty percent German, but it ended up being that that was actually like a, a like you said a decent percentage, but it was more the other stuff yeah. surrounding it, even though my last name had uh, nothing to do with that. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder how many people would be surprised to well, find. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that settles it. Um, yeah. Here's another email. Um, I also agree with Nathan about the Star Wars versus Star Trek. Now, this yeah, is the thing do. that will just never die. Love you yeah. guys. Question for you. How do you guys look on, out on, uh-oh. I have to read word for word. I'm reading word for word. Question for you guys. How do you guys look on out on the future of dad business? Are you guys very optimistic or not as positive as you could be? Longtime listener. Looking forward to the next I Carly. Uh, Signed, Sweaty Frog. So thanks, Sweaty Frog. Um, Dad business. The future of dad business. It is weird that uh, it's a business now being a dad, and I guess we're both involved in that. Yeah, I don't. I don't what, think it's going. Anywhere. What do we think this question is asking? Well, I mean, look, being a dad, being a mom, people have made these businesses now. Honestly, like out of podcasting or just branding in general, like being a brand unto yourself is that's what everybody's doing right now. So yeah. I guess what the person is asking is just like, have you noticed that? And you know, do you think this thing's here to stay? And I would say absolutely. Yeah. I think. Um, Everybody, whether you've been on TV before or not, um, everybody out there is making themselves a brand to some extent, and included in that is what's going on in their lives. So if they're a parent or if they're a pet owner or whatever else, you know? People are, like, being seen as the thing. Do you notice that online? Yeah. Like, if you're a hiker, you're now, like, a hiker. (laughs) You know what I mean? You have to lean into it. Yeah. You got any surfer friends? I wish I did. Oh my That'd gosh. Be so, I'd be so much cooler. My surfer friends are such surfers on Instagram. It's like people uh-huh. are just like picking a lane and, and going for it. So I think whether it's about being a dad or not, like the business of you is here to stay. Yeah, that's true. If you, if you do have a niche and it's cool because in a way it, it helps, um, it helps create community. You mm-hmm. know, it, it brings people to you that rally around the thing that you are. Um, which I'm is is very gratifying and and is also you know gives catharsis and and a sense of um, representation to the people that you're bringing your content to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like you said I don't think that it's ever going to end because it is just so um, ubiquitous and and easy at this point to create 
content for for whatever vein you're in so and and at the same time too you know especially for being dads it's like you 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 can't really avoid it either way if you're going to be uh present and active as a dad you're going to be doing your thing and and for us especially i think we realized and it was it was the whole motivation for starting this show there really isn't i mean there's there's podcasts out there there's content out there there's blogs out there that are from dads but there's not a lot of young dads mm-hmm. for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of dads that are in a, a similar phase of life as we are with, uh, you know, young school age to toddler to baby to newborn um, that are that are talking about the stuff that they're going through. So um, I feel like we're kind of in a cool spot because we get to hit a very specific part of the dad market. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's been that's been very fun. So I don't I don't see that changing and honestly I, I like just sitting down and talking to you anyway yeah because this is just us having our like weekly therapy dad venting talk bragging about our multi-hyphenate kids well, session. we just happen to have mics in front of you us know when we do it. much like therapy our time is up oh already yep so say goodbye to the people before i hit the closing theme song we're like we're pretty much out of time wow okay well Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> listening to us talk about <laughs> our problems and our dads. What are problems? We're talking about problems. What are you talking That's about? That's true. It's all good. It's all good. There's no, <laughs> there's no problems here. We don't have problems. You guys are the best. Thanks for emailing. It's radioactivedads at gmail.com. That's how you email the show anytime and follow us on our social media and shoot us a DM on the social media. Yeah, That's there you go. almost just as good as sending us. An oh, email. yeah. We read everything out there, everybody. Thanks for listening on Adobe and thanks for listening on any podcast app. Uh, love you, brother. See you on the next one. Love you too, man. See ya. Bye. Welp. That covers it for this week on Radioactive Dads. Nathan and Brett will be back next week with a brand new episode. Streaming on Adobe.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.